This podcast is brought to you by the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. BOGO is back for one week only. Buy one and get one of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm free. Order at EdenPureDeals.com, code word Howie BOGO. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. And that harkens back to, to President Biden's campaign vow to put the fossil fuel business out of business. Uh, I, I did not hear him say that. I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel and I am not going to cooperate. He said it. Dang it. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. What's a contract of adhesion? Oh, it's, you know, it's there. Yeah, yeah you're going to say a lot of that. That's what federal... Court of Federal Claims does. What's a contract of adhesion? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You look it up. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. So today, the Biden-Harris administration announced a temporary pause on pending decisions on exports of liquefied natural natural gas to to certain countries. And the other is energy. We're going to drill, baby, drill. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. So it was an $83 million verdict against Donald Trump for defaming, put that in quotation marks, air quotes, defaming E. Jean Carroll, the magazine columnist that nobody ever heard of, claiming she was attacked by Trump 30-plus years ago. In a, uh, in a in a changing room or a ladies' room at Bloomingdale's or someplace in Manhattan, eighty three million bucks. Hey, it's ridiculous. I mean, he'll he'll never pay that. Obviously, it'll be appealed and into nothing. But uh, six oh three says if the only thing Trump cares about is money, that's what Carol's lawyer, paid for by Democrats, said today. You got to give him. You got to give her more money because all he cares about is money. If that's true, says 603, why is he the only president ever to forfeit his entire salary the entire time of his presidency? Well, that's that's a good question, 603, isn't it? Here's another good question from 508. Why would Trump want to run for president again with all these cases coming at him? I, I don't know why he ran in the first place, 508. I You know, you hear him say sometimes, almost wistfully in his, in his speeches, uh, he says, you know, I had a really good life past tense. I had a really good life. And you know, he was the toast of the town. The The Democrats loved him. NBC, there couldn't be a more uh, more state-run media outlet. He was the number one show, The Apprentice. On He made them tens of millions of dollars over the years. And they never They never leaked the Access Hollywood tape. They had it all those years, and nobody ever thought to uh, knock down their their number one earner, as they say in the organized crime he was he was their number one earner but then then when he went over to the dark side he became a MAGA guy everybody's always blaming me for everything no that's exactly what happened and everyone has been blaming him for everything including the uh, apparently there was an affray last evening at the Wellesley Country Club I'll be giving you more about it the very posh nice Wellesley Country I'm not a member but I have been there on occasion and the CEO of uh, Bank of America, Brian Moynihan, a wokester's wokester, 
he was attacked by some climate nuts, or not physically attacked, but he was driven from the place. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you more details when uh, after the chump line, eight four four five hundred forty. 4440. We're looking for tape, by the way. We're looking for uh, vi- audio or videotape of it, but we haven't found any yet. But there is a story from the Rolling Stone of all places, so take it with a grain of salt. Anyway, time now for the chump line. I just took delivery of my 2024 Tulsa electric vehicle. Too bad there are only three charging stations in the entire state of Oklahoma. <laughs> That's what happens when you go out of business in 1922. You know, you kind of run out of... There was a Tulsa Motor Company. He, 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 he confused Tesla and Tulsa. That was a couple of days ago. That was before he uh, got into brewed beers in the Great Lakes, but uh, yeah, there aren't many. There aren't many charging stations for uh, Tulsa EVs. Hi, Howie. Governor Patrick calling. Wow. So instead of an EV license plate, you want one that says FF for fossil fuel? Why not get a vanity plate that says FFFF? You know, your typical Deerfield Academy report card. Hey, <laughs> you Ivy League reject. We're gonna be fine. That's not true, small Duvall, and you know it. And how come you're leaving your august position at the Kennedy School where you learned to lose elections, like you lost your last election when you ran for president? Why are you leaving it after only two years? Something amiss somewhere? Something went awry? Asking for a friend, Duvall. Today's chump line is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For January only, when you book a procedure, DiStefano Hair Restoration will take $500 off your hair restoration. Go to hairman.com and type Howie Special in the message field when you submit a request for your consultation. That's hairman.com. It's a, it's a great procedure. You'll, you'll uh, only regret that you didn't get it done sooner once you have it done. A woman in California stabbed her husband 108 times, but only got probation because the judge said she was high. <laughs> I guess we know what Hunter Biden's judge is going to be. Yeah, it, she she wasn't even a wife; she was a girlfriend, and and she she stabbed this she stabbed her boyfriend 108 times. I mean, just perforated him, turned him into a Swiss cheese, dead, dead. And uh, probation. She got probation. She claimed she had psychosis, mental illness. And they wonder why people are leaving California. If Texas wants the feds to enforce its border, it better start identifying as Ukraine. <laughs> that's great. That's, I think that's the best Trump line message of the week right there. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Governor Abbott should put on a uh, a, a uh, some uh, combat fatigues or or at least a uh, a a an olive green T-shirt and uh, grow a little scraggly beard or something and then he could uh, yeah he could become Zelensky Governor Zelensky 
Bud Light's Halftime Show featuring Jerry Studs and Hot Pants. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, or fortunately as the case may be, Gary Studs is not coming down for breakfast. I wonder how that case that uh, the, all the his former students at St. Paul's brought against him for... Uh, for abusing them sexually back in the 60s. How did that case ever turn out? I've got to check into that now that I think about it. Back in the 70s, when I won the Congressional Home Run Hitting Contest, I also used to play catcher. That's why I always wear my hard hat backwards. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good excuse, Brandon, but I don't think you can ever rem- – I, I, catcher is not a position that Joe Biden would play. It, it's too, it requires too much work. Hey, there's no way he ever uh, he ever really got into the game or any game like, like you have to get into to be a, uh, a baseball catcher. The only reason we have an open front door – is to ensure that Dementia Joe gets four more. Their transformation of our great nation isn't complete, and that's something we can't ignore. Can you imagine if he had another four years, how many, what, what would happen to this country? I mean, just look at the border. Now, now you know what they're talking about? You know, they're, uh, they, there's a story in the Herald today. Now they're going to uh, start putting these illegal aliens that are they've got it stored at uh, Logan Airport and... and God only knows where else. They're going to start putting them in at a uh, at a recreation center in Roxbury. How has that been working out in New York and Chicago, putting them into uh, neighborhoods, recreation centers near near young children? And uh, Michelle Wu thinks she's got a problem now. She'll be calling the ambulances every night to Augustus Avenue. And now, another excerpt from Paperboy, My Life in Media, as read by the author. Chapter 23, The Blizzard of 78. I was celebrating my 35th birthday when the phone rang. It was Chet Curtis begging me to do a live shot. Being the media mogul I was, I immediately jumped into my Kremlin and began driving to City Hall. Unfortunately, the snow was already 10 inches deep and therefore up to the hood of my car. As I sat stuck in a snowbank, I vowed to get a luxury car by hook or by crook, which is why years later I rigged that lottery to win a sports car. I didn't rig the lottery. I've never rigged the lottery, despite what you hear. No lottery for a plate or for a Porsche. And, by the way, the, the night of the when the blizzard started, I'd been out at the Scotch and Sirloin. Remember that? And then I headed back to Davis Square in Somerville, and I used up almost all of my money at the all-night uh, restaurant having a burger. So when the snow started and the banks were all shut down. I had about 32 cents for three or four days. I didn't, uh, I, didn't, I didn't have much food in the refrigerator either. And they didn't have any ATMs back then, but the ATMs would have soon been looted had they had any. So that's the truth about me. And finally on about Friday, the blizzard was Monday, and about Friday I finally made it into the Herald. Everybody else except for the media and the cops were... Uh, told to stay off the road for a few more days but I got in I got into the Herald and of course I lost my parking space out on Powderhouse Boulevard I will never forget driving home from 
Cape Cod during election season one time, and there was a guy going for like state rep, and his name was Lawless, and the other sign on the front lawn, Studs, and I'm like, Lawless Studs, welcome to Massachusetts. <laughs> that was the name of his uh, softball, his congressional office's softball team, the Studs. Yes. Some of them were even overage. Not all of them, though. The ones he liked were underage. Somebody let Biden be photographed with a hard hat on backwards. Where's the Easter Bunny when you need him? (laughs) Does anyone really think the Easter Bunny would have been able to spot that faux pas? No. No, But it, it does tell you something about his staff that nobody on the advance team knew to put the hard hat on him in the right direction. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. All right, that's it for the chump line today. The chump line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Carr Show. You can call and leave a message at any time between the hours of 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday. If you wish to leave such a message, the chump line number is 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the chump line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you'd like to hear a second chump line of the day, a brand-new chump line, or uh, you uh, didn't hear your message and you still want to hear it, feel free to go to our second chump line of the day. It's called Chopped Chumps. Chopped Chumps, where we put the messages we didn't have room or time for just now, is uh, is posted every weeknight evening around 7 p.m. Get Chopped Chumps wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast. Today's chump line is brought to you by Stefano Hair Restoration. For January only, when you book a procedure, DiStefano Hair Restoration will take $500 off your hair restoration. Go to hairman.com and type Howie Special in the message field when you submit a request for your consultation. That's hairman.com. If Texas wants the feds to enforce its border, it better start identifying as Ukraine. Such a brilliant observation. I wish I had thought of that. I'm Howie Carr. Want more from the Howie Carr Show? Yes, always. Watch Howie live at rumble.com slash the Howie Carr Show. He's not just another pretty face. He's an extraordinarily good-looking man. He's Howie Carr. There's a little bit of a bromance going on there. The Howie Car Show is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Eden Rafferty, Attorneys at Law. To see what happened to my leg while having cryo performed to restore hyper wellness, go to EdenRafferty.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who should be the new spokesman for Bud Light's $7 million Super Bowl ad campaign. Sam Britton, Jesse Smollett, Pete Buttigieg, Maura Healy, George Santos, or Dylan Mulvaney? I'm voting for George Santos. 18% say George Santos, same amount for Pete Buttigieg, 17% for Jesse Smollett, 29% for Sam Britton. 
Sam Brenton. I pay, he was the first guy, first guy on the ballot. Yeah, that those that always gives you a, a leg up in any election, even if it's this kind of crazy poll question. Thank you. 844-500-4242. Uh, uh, Trump has plenty of pictures wearing a hard hat. Has he posted one yet with the caption, this is how you wear it, Brandon? I, I, I agree. That, that would be a good move on his part. I agree. Uh, John in New York, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, John. Howie, I was down in D.C. today. I'm going to tell you what Biden's cooking up for the housing thing. But before I get to that, I just have a quick comment. When I was at Citigroup, I worked at Travelers Insurance for about half the time I was there. And these civil cases, first of all, you have to have damages, which in her case would be wages. The lady made no money. Number two, it, you know, the verdict's absurd. But number three, the president's got insurance on this already, I'm sure. Uh, you know, he's got a liability and an umbrella policy. He's got a business umbrella policy. So normally this thing would have been negotiated away, even if the lady did have a claim. So it just, it right. just shows you it's a complete circus. This it's just, a, it's just they, they're, all these criminal cases are falling apart, so they're just going to go after him on this nonsense. Well, well, on top of that, the judge, I was just looking him up, he was married, he's married to a former New York Times reporter, so that tells you something right here. I mean, but the whole thing's a circus. There's no way this lady's got a claim of anywhere near this money. This thing's going to be reversed. It's going to drag on right. through the courts. It's a joke. And and I'm sure the president said, hey, we're not going to settle this. We're going to fight it all the way. Yeah, so, so but anyway, all the nuts, so, all the nuts on social media, we go, is he going to pay the damages he owes? I thought he believed in law and order. Like it's like it's real. They're, they're living in a bizarro huge, world, sure, these people. Yeah, he, he's got a huge policy with Chubb or somebody like that, so he's never going to write a dime. But listen, this is important. This is crazy what they're doing now. So it's down D.C., and I heard this story. On the State of the Union coming up in March, Biden is going to, I would say, reincarnate, but that's not the right word since they're not dead. But Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which were the major causes of the financial crisis, right. they're sort of morbid. They're, they're lying there. And basically, yeah. all they do right now is guarantee the mortgages for a fee. But they used to hold these huge portfolios that were like a trillion dollars. Right. He's going to re. He's he he along with some of the rhinos. He's going to propose recapitalizing these things so they can buy mortgages on their balance sheet again to try and force sub sub by you know so we can have another subprime crisis which almost crashed the entire world economy 15 years ago. That, that's that's right. But, you know, the, the problem is mortgage rates are too high, at least according to him. So he's going to give them money to buy mortgages. It's crazy. Again, everything he does is designed to just create havoc. Have a good weekend, John, from New York. We'll be right back with Police Blotter Facts Friday on Highway Dark. from the Matthews Brothers Studios. All right. It's time for Police Blotter Facts Friday. At the top of the hour, we'll be joined by, for our weekly uh, hour, with Dr. Matt Callahan, Dr. Matt the vet. He's, he'll be here in studio, actually, to answer your questions about uh, your pets, dogs, cats, mainly dogs and cats, but other other pets as well. I'll be asking him about the... Uh, he's a alumnus of the University of Georgia, and they're... They're uh, Uga. I think it's how it's pronounced. The, the bulldog died 
recently, and PETA went after English bulldogs and flat-nosed breeds, which I have one, a pug. We'll talk about that and other things. Poor dog died. 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 The dog died. Uga was not a mistreated canine. No, it's absurd. As as many, many people have tweeted back at uh, PETA since then, including some of the players on the Georgia football team who see the nice motel room he stays in and the nice air-conditioned doghouse he has at the games. Better or worse than the posh pet hotel? I would. The posh pet hotel is a great place for uh, Roscoe, but he has to share the digs at the posh pet hotel with other pets. Uga, you, you has, don't get him. You don't upgrade him to the presidential suite in the posh pet hotel. No, I don't. I I could, but I don't. I maybe I'm bad, but Uga Uga had his own room and his own damn doghouse. I'm just telling you. Well, Doctor Matt knows more about it than me. We'll be talking about it at the top of the hour. Anyway, I just want to tell you quickly before we go, I have my own Police Blotter Facts Friday senseless street crime to report. The Wellesley Country Club, it's a very nice place in Wellesley. And uh, I'm not a member, but I've been there. And they have nice meetings there, and uh, you can get a, a really nice meal there, and it's a good – this is in addition to the golf course, et cetera. Last night they were having a uh, – the, the Rotary Club was having a uh, – an event, and the the speaker was going to be the Bank of America CEO Brian Moynihan. As soon as, this is from the Rolling Stone. As soon as Moynihan started speaking, he was surrounded by protesters from the climate group Climate Defiance. An activist loudly demanded that the CEO commit to stop financing fossil fuels. Behind him, activists <laughs> unfurled several banners, including one that read "Bank of Atrocities." Soon they started chanting, off fossil fuels, Brian, off fossil fuels. They, they, they finance drilling, which keeps us all warm and our cars running and provides electricity for us, et cetera. I have a lot of problems with Brian Moynihan. He's a minion of the deep state. He cooperates with uh, the, uh, the deep state, but this is not one of the problems I have with him. The Rotary Club crowd did not want to hear about the Bank of America financing of fossil fuels. The audience loudly booed. Some of the crowd got violent. violent. This is the Rolling Stone. You know, come on. Violent. Violent. A bunch of old it, bogeys in knit sweaters. Right. Who've had, we're having, who we're drinking a gin and tonic or a rye on the rocks. I don't think they got violent, Rolling Stone. Two audience members ripped a banner away from the activist, causing one of them to fall. Would they ball <laughs> up their cocktail napkins and toss them at the protesters? One of the audience members shoved a climate-defiant staffer who was attempting to de-escalate. An older man tried to hit that same staffer with his cane. Okay, now we're getting into the reality of the situation. He subsequently appeared to hit a woman staffing the Rotary Club event with his cane as she walked by, perhaps under the impression that she was one of the hippies in the climate action group. Some friendly fire. A man pushed another activist down to the ground twice. Make it sound like there was a riot at the Wellesley Country Club. Come on. We need to see some video. That's how these people need to be treated, in my opinion. I'll read you one more paragraph before we do police. But with better accuracy. 
at the at the Moynihan event, the Bank of America CEO did not seem to appreciate the activist calls for climate action. Well, again, for once in my life, I agree with Brian Moynihan. He fled the stage within roughly one minute, and 18, they counted them, 18 climate defiance activists and organizers followed him out of the ballroom. The activists continued to tail Moynihan down the stairs and down a hallway while the CEO took refuge in a private room. The activists chanted in the hallway for about 10 minutes before following an, uh, before following an order from police to screw. How did these guys even get in? Isn't there security? I, I was at just this thinking place? the same thing. They would have they would have given me the bums rush if I tried to walk I'm in. I'm sure the not place. all of them, you know, own suits or even look close to being the part of Wellesley Swells. I, I don't know. I don't know how they got in. Afterward the afterwards the activists gathered at a local supporter's home. Uh, a climate defiance organizer told the group, I'm really happy that, happy that we made a bleeping big bank CEO hide. That's insane. Okay. We'll, we'll give you, we'll try to find out more information about this. And we're, we're looking for a video. These people love to have, they, there has to be video of this. That's that's what they're into. This is I don't know. They're all old people. I don't know if they were very quick No, I mean, draw. I'm talking about the climate defiance people, not the people from the Rotary Club. They don't have any tape of it. But don't you think the hippies do? Phones run on fossil fuels, so maybe not. They don't give a bleep about that. Some of them probably flew in to, to Boston on their private jets to take part in this uh, this uh, uh, Woodstock 24. All right. We'll, we'll tell you more as, as the story develops, but right now it's time for Police Blotter Facts Friday. Why do you still read the newspaper? I like to keep up on local news, like the police blotter. Whenever the laws of any state are broken, the duly authorized organization swings into action. A fax! A fax is coming through! Oh, yeah, a fax! Here's the kind of adventure you've been waiting to hear. Hard-boiled action and mystery. So stand by for trouble and suspense. Stand by for adventure. that time of the week again friday evening all week long we ask you to send in any kind of funny stories you see on the internet or in your uh, local uh, dead tree edition of the newspaper involving the local constabulary the police and uh, if as long as it's a little bit humorous at least uh, send it to police blotter at howiecarshow.com police blotter at howiecarshow.com and at this time every friday evening we read the funniest stories of the week in our opinion and the two best entries of the week at a nice prize what do they get this week taylor they get a go woke go broke t-shirt all right okay so these are the runners up they do not get a prize Florida man accused of attacking bus for dropping him off at Disney World instead of SeaWorld will not be charged. The 37-year-old man... <laughs> is, of, it, wait, is it the bus's fault or this guy's fault? Come on. Exactly. That's why he's not going to be charged. A 37-year-old man who allegedly attacked a bus after the driver dropped him off at Walt Disney World in Florida instead of SeaWorld Orlando will not be charged. Elijah Thomas will not face charges, in, according to uh, Fox News... Thomas was accused of causing $500 in damage to a bus by punching uh, punching and kicking the front glass door several times. The bus driver told deputies he picked up a passenger at Central Station. When the bus arrived at Disney Springs, the driver said the man was asleep. The driver said he told the man he had to get off because it was the last Asleep or passed out? I'm going to say probably passed out. 
Right. The man identified as Thomas became irate with and started to yell and curse at him. He got off the bus but stayed outside of it, saying he needed to go to SeaWorld. He was allowed back on the bus, then allegedly attacked the bus and broke the glass door. He was later found by deputies and arrested on suspicion of criminal mischief. Is the bus going to be allowed to make a victim impact statement? Honk, honk. Woman arrested for allegedly stealing $2,500 of Stanley drinking cups. Have you seen these Stanley cups? Not, I, not I, like the Stanley I didn't know Stewart anything cars. about them until a couple of days ago. They looked like just regular drinking cups to yeah, me. Yeah, I've, I've got a Yeti, which was all the craze before the Stanleys, I guess. But now the Stanleys have taken over. I don't know why. In fact, I think there's even like a product recall going on them now. This could be fake news. I didn't read it, but something about heavy metals and the Stanley Cups. But nevertheless, they go for big bucks, uh, some of them like 90 bucks a pop for what yeah, is basically Yeah, apparently they have runs on them, like the old Cabbage yeah, Patch people, dolls or any exactly. other tulips back in the day or whatever. Exactly. You know? A 23-year-old Sacramento, California woman was arrested after allegedly steal, stealing nearly $2,500 worth of Stanley Cups from a retail store. She filled her shopping cart with Stanley Quenchers, the insulated cups that have thrown social media into a frenzy in recent months and left without paying last week. When police tracked her down, they found her car filled with 65 of the cups, according to Lieutenant Chris Champa of the Roseville Police Department. She was arrested on charges of grand theft and driving under the influence. The arrest yeah, I, was. She looks to be like someone who was just stealing them to sell at some illegal oh, sure, alien absolutely. mart somewhere. Facebook she's, I don't marketplace think she's a wherever. quote unquote collector. No, no, she's she's a reseller. Uh, St- Stanley, which has been in business for more than a century, has long been a popular brand for hikers, teachers, and construction workers. But as the Quencher's popularity skyrocketed in recent years, its maker capitalized on the new demand with collaborations and a wider pastel-driven color palette. Were they always called Stanley Cups? Uh, I'd like the hockey so. trophy. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Somehow I never heard of them. Nor, neither have I, but I guess they were popular among more adventurous types. Farting passenger causes American Airlines flight to return to gate. A flight was reportedly delayed after the plane ran into some unexpected flatulence, an excessively gassy passenger who had to be removed. The January 14th incident was documented by Texas-based Reddit user I am Galatex, a TX, who wrote about the smelly situation. Do you believe this story, though? Sure, why wouldn't I? I mean, I don't see any, like, there was no police report follow-up or anything like that. What are you going to arrest the guy on? Well, they took him off the plane, allegedly, according to the story, didn't they? Well, he was causing a problem, but, I mean, he wasn't assaulting anybody, but he was assaulting the senses. (laughs) But (laughs) That depends on your definition of assault, Taylor. Uh, the Reddit user says, I was seated near the row where this situation occurred. Uh, while the airplane was still at the gate, the documentarian says they saw and heard an audibly disgruntled and maybe hungover man. He reportedly exclaimed, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And proceeded to loudly pass gas. Uh, the transgression did not end there. The man who just purposefully farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, yeah, everybody. Let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time, seemingly referring to a scent unrelated to his own actions. In response, a man... So usually this is a silent crime, though, Taylor. That's why, uh, that's why I'm skeptical of the whole story. 
maybe he was really uh, already in an argument with a fellow passenger. He was already irate. He was hungover. And he said, it's already gone this far. Let me just take it one step further and uh, let her rip. Perhaps. Perhaps. Brazen thieves drag entire ATM from vans, sending sparks flying down Oakland Road. Wild video shows the moment a group of thieves in Oakland yanked an entire bank ATM out of the ground, hitched it to the back of a van with a rope, and then dragged the metal machine while speeding down the road. You know what this was a protest against? This was a protest against them closing down the In-N-Out burger near the airport so they they, they no longer have a place that they can... uh, you know, do these carjackings while people are waiting for their In-N-Out burgers. So they had to steal the ATM machine. Uh, go right to the source. Two ATMs, including the one dragged by the van, were stolen Sunday from separate locations in the Californian city struggling with a rise in property crime. The automated teller machine in the video was stolen from the outside of a Bank of America. Uh-oh. Maybe this is a coordinated effort against Brian Moynihan. Out, um, out, fossil fuels, Brian you bastard. Was this a, a Tesla van or a Tulsa <laughs> or a van? Tulsa, yeah. A Tulsa van. <laughs> Multiple individuals used tools to rip out the ATM before taking off with it, as shown in the video. And Police Blotter Facts Friday is brought to you by our good friends over at Tux Trucks GMC in Hudson. They've got a great combo for moving snow, a GMC Sierra 2500 HD paired with a Fisher XV2 Fisher Plow. For commercial or residential snow removal, see Tux Trucks, your Fisher Plow distributor. Shop online at TuxTrucksGMC.com. And we'll get the winners right after the break, Howie. The Thunderstorm 3-pack from my friends at Eden Pure are back in stock. Yes, they had a mad rush over the Christmas season, but now they're good to go. It's not a surprise that everyone wants and loves the Thunderstorm due to how well it works and how affordable it is. Dave Hinchy has one in every room at the Nauset Beach Inn on Cape Cod. Paul Rizzo has made multiple purchases, and Dr. Matt the Vet, who'll be with us right after the top of the hour, swears by them. You've texted and emailed me asking when the Thunderstorm air purifiers would be back, and the answer is now. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm is an odor eliminator that is small enough to hold in your hand and doesn't take up any floor space. It also doesn't need filters, which saves you time and money. For pet odors, cooking smells, tobacco, musty basements, and everything in between, you need the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. Taylor, where do you use them? I use mine in the basement, but if I was going to be on that plane, that airline flight, I would have taken my Thunderstorm with me because you could have plugged it right into the uh, the USB outlet they have, and you could have gotten rid of that uh, odor caused by a, a not-too-pleasant passenger. They could have used some at the Wellesley Country Club after the climate hippie protesters uh, left, I'm sure, on uh, last night. Very true. The Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack is back in stock now. Order now at EdenPureDeals.com. Use code HOWIE3. That's HOWIE in the number 3 to get yours now. That's EdenPureDeals.com, code HOWIE3. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. Dr. Matt Callahan will be with us after the top of the hour break, and uh, he'll be here for an hour to answer your questions about your pets, dogs, cats. He's the vet, the house vet of the Howie Carr Show from Ipswich. And uh, 
call, give us a call if you have a question about your uh, dog or your cat or any, any other animal at 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242, and we'll take your call after the uh, top of the hour news break. And uh, 603 says they could use some of those Eden Piers in the terminal at Logan Airport when and if those migrants, illegals, ever get the boot. They're good well, products, but you might need a few. Get the three-pack. Well, they better stock up on them at, uh, at Melnia Cass Recreation Center in Roxbury because that's where they're going to put them next. Again, a, another, an, another disaster. There's no good place to put them. All right, Howie, I've only got two minutes here, so we've got two winners uh, for Police Blotter Facts Friday. First one isn't so funny as to what happened. It's just ironic. Anger management therapist charged with murdering man found in trunk of his car. This is a Florida therapist. His name is Travis McBride, 46 years old, of Starting Point Mental Health in DeLand. Uh, Somebody called police when they saw uh, McBride drag a body out to his car one night. And police showed up, found a body in the trunk of the car, and identified it as 52-year-old Clinton Dorsey, a homeless man that lived uh, in the woods nearby. Apparently there had been a dispute. So he wasn't a client. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he was a Travis client. Travis McBride reminds me of the name of the uh, John John D. McDonald hero, detected Travis McGee of Florida. Fame. And I don't I don't know who that is. He was big in the 80s. Not big enough. And our final winner, unlicensed driver from Mexico, arrested on DUI with Bud Light in the pickup truck. This is... Uh, Gerardo Gomez Gomez, 21 years old of Webster, was driving. Are we sure his first name isn't Gomez, too, in addition to his middle <laughs> and his last name? He was Why driving, is his name Gomez Gomez Gomez? He was driving a black Ford pickup in the early morning hours Wednesday in the villages when he was spotted swerving across the The villages? Line. Yep. A deputy attempted to initiate a traffic stop, but Gomez Gomez accelerated rapidly before turning into a driveway and fleeing on foot. He blew a point two three, Howie. That's almost five times the legal limit. I do you think he he uh, did not have the enzyme to metabolize the alcohol? That very well could have been the case. Two two point two three. Point two two three. All right. Thank you, Taylor. And again, get online if you want to talk to Dr. Matt the Vet. I'm Howie Carr.